Episode 65 of the Busting Balls Podcast. He's John. I'm Jeffrey. You can hit us up on Twitter at Busting Balls Pod. Email us, BustingBallsPod at gmail.com. You're listening to us through our native SoundCloud feed, SoundCloud.com slash Busting Dash Balls, or the PWOM Podcast Network, SoundCloud.com slash Pro Wrestling Only. And you can find us on Spotify as well. Search Busting Balls Podcast. Today's topic, the 2021-22 Premier League midterm grades. John and Jeffrey run the rule over a pretty fakakta season in the Premier League so far. John, uh, what's happening, brother? Well, man, that, that two-hour hole in my life where I was planning to watch football this afternoon, you know? Whew. Goddamn Arsenal, eh? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got some... Yeah, I, 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 there may be a rant coming early on in this episode, ladies and <laughs> folks. Uh Ladies, gentlemen, non non binaries. Yeah, there's gonna be uh, some uh, <laughs> there's gonna be some bitching going on today. Oh yeah. So yes, the 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 North London derby got canceled because Arsenal asked for it in a reasonable amount of time. It it must be said, uh, due to a combination of positive COVID cases, injuries, and players away at the African Cup of Nations right now. Um, Hang on. And, and loaning out two players with first-team experience the week before. Okay, yeah, but, you know, you know, the, yeah, hi, hindsight is, you know. Yeah, it's a wonderful thing, but yeah, yeah. Go go ahead. Anyway, the, the, the point here is, is that um, because it was Arsenal asking for this, all hell seems to have broken loose now. Now it's an issue. When, yeah. when, when, I mean, when Spurs had a whole COVID outbreak, they just kind of shrugged shoulders like, oh, well, you know, gosh, that's a real shame, you know. But now that Arsenal is asking for it, it's a problem now. Fuck I, you, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think the issue is that Arsenal had all the injuries and I, I believe, you know, I know Grant Xhaka was suspended, but that did not factor into the thinking by um, by all accounts. No, it did not. And, and, and you want know to no. fuck him too, because, yeah, he, he pissed me off the other day <laughs> yeah. too. He, um, I, I think the issue that they've had, and my take on this, it is not Arsenal's fault, is that Arsenal had one COVID case and a load of injuries and, uh, you know, it's etc., and the, the Premier League approved the suspension. That 
if you disagree with that rule and that decision, that ain't Arsenal's fault. Arsenal did exactly what any club in that situation should have done. They they went there and they went through the due process. And, you know, the Premier League agreed with them. There is nothing else you can... There's, there's no argument with it. You know, it, it's not like, you know, some, something like Novak Djokovic trying to, you know, fake his way into Australia here, allegedly. Um, but, yeah, yeah it, it's not Arsenal's fault is, is, the, is the point here. It's Arsenal did everything right, did everything they should... 48 hours they they had, and then, you know, for some reason it took another 24 hours for the Premier League to meet, which God knows why. But, yeah, it was... Um, and, and obviously Spurs are not happy about it, but what are you going to do? It's, you know, the rules have been applied. The Premier League have made something of a mess of it because no one particularly understands their criteria for leaving some games on and some games off. But... Arsenal. Yeah, particularly since Arsenal had been hosed by that very same inconsistency in the past, i.e. the season opener against Brentford, which which I'm not going to say is the reason we lost 2-0, but, you know, we we had more COVID cases then and nothing happened then. They said, no, you got to play. No, and it was a, you know, it was a let's all laugh Arsenal situation. And to be fair, I, I was one of those who did laugh when they lost. So, you know, hands up there. But no, it, it should, you need a level playing field for everyone. Again, like all the all the COVID things we're seeing in wide society, as long as people are all playing by the same rules, no one really cares, you know, despite what a few trolls on social media will say. You just apply them consistently. Well, that's just it. And and, and they're trying to make a big deal like, you know, th- th- this was no time at all to, to postpone the match. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, Burnley versus Leicester was canceled with way less notice. And nobody says well, a uh, goddamn thing. What was it? Was it Burnley v. Leeds, which was canceled like an hour, hour or two before the game was? Yeah, like and, and Burnley versus Spurs, too. Let's be fair. Yeah. Yep. And... and- but so, no, 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 that's not a problem. But no, I yeah, I, I know what the difference here is. The difference is that Arsenal's the one asking for is therefore everything's wrong and Arsenal are taking the piss. And I'm you well, know what? Yeah. And, and, and you know what? I'm fucking tired of it, John. I'm fucking tired of it. Come on, what was it? George Graham said, you know. Everyone hates us. It's in our DNA or something along those lines. You know, it, it's part of Arsenal as a club. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know. I mean, yeah, yeah, they, they, they're, they're the ones who, who get the same old Arsenal always cheating chant that absolutely no other team in the league ever gets. Oh, don't don't you bet on it. I've, I've been to many a time when the same old scouts is always cheating. Plenty of clubs get that one. If anyone, you know, if, you know, <laughs> it, Christ, you probably got that from Stoke fans when Aaron Ramsey had his leg broken. God's sake! Oh, they did. Yeah, yeah. Remember? Yeah, yeah. The, 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 yeah those barbarians who, 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 you know, boo Aaron, who booed Aaron Ramsey for having the temerity to get his leg broken by Ryan Shawcross. Motherfucker. Uh, oh, I, <laughs> but but again, you know, it, it it goes to the larger issue. Nothing's an issue until Arsenal play by the same rules, and then suddenly it's a problem. Although I do have to mention Arsenal fans, I did see a few of them talking when Liverpool asked for the postponement the week before. So, you know, it's... 
it's a bit swings and roundabout on yeah, that, uh, I think. Oh, okay, and, and I will admit that there is, there was a bit of tinfoil hattery going on with that on the Arsenal side of things. Oh, yeah. On the other hand, suddenly it being false positives, yeah, there's something fishy there on some level, somewhere. I'm not saying mm-hmm. it's on Jurgen Klopp's level. I'm not saying it's on Liverpool's level. But something there, there was some fuckery going on there at some level of somewhere. Oh, you need to have a look at why there were so many false positives. Absolutely, you know, it's such an unusual occurrence. It has to be investigated. I suspect something's got contaminated along the way here. But you, you've got to play it safe with you know with the pandemic, with the way it's going. Well, I, and, and I get that, and. Yeah, by the way, we're in year three of this pandemic now. Um, oh, yeah. Maybe people need to start figuring out that, like, yeah, shit's going to happen. You know, and people need to be prepared for it. You know, don't take anything as happening 100% at this point, you know? Like, no, no, you know, and, and, yeah, and, and shout out to, you know, our other interests here at the PWM Podcast Network. It, there was a show that ran in Japan today that, number one, almost didn't happen because of the tsunami. But since, because uh, it, it was in Sendai, which was in Miyagi Prefecture, which is one of the ones in the uh, in the uh, tsunami warning area. But also, mm-hmm. um, you know, 11 wrestlers missed out today because of either positive tests or exposure to it. So... I mean, this was supposed to be like a, a you know, a, a named super card. So, you know, again, we're, we're in year three now. We need to start expecting that shit's not always going to happen the way you think it is, you know? No, no. And, <laughs> and also we, you know, everyone needs to also think about how maybe this whole idea of, you know, the, the show must go on. Yeah. Must it though? You know, no. you know, must it really? Because no, it is, yeah. No. Go yeah, ahead. Um, you know, you know, it, it, you know, I've, I've had gigs that have been being postponed for two years here. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's you know, it's you. You cannot. You know, we just got to learn to live with a certain uh, uncertainty to things. You know, it, it's things may not happen on time. But they may happen deadline. They may happen behind closed doors. They may, you know, we we don't know what's going on. It's it, yeah. I mean, three three years, yeah, in into the third year of a pandemic. Just you know, it, it's it's a new normal for now. Things will may well improve in future, but just learn to deal with it as you have to. And then also, you know, we need to there now the biggest problem is is we do need some actual consistency here from the Premier League in in, in applying the rules. Absolutely, 100% on that. And you know, and that, and that applies to every, you know, everybody. Um you know, all all 20 clubs need to have, you know, there, there needs to be consistency because there is oh. not and it seems somewhat, you know, arbitrary at times too. And you know, again, and I'm just going to also once again, you know, declare, you know, 
nail my colors to the mass. I will be the first one to complain about, you know, when Arsenal pulls some some bullshit. Yeah, I yeah. think we I think we were both very clear on that during you know during the Super League debacle. Yeah, and let's not be unfair. You you have to be able to call your own club out if they go wrong. Yeah, Arsenal were not wrong here. Arsenal no, were no. not wrong. Now, no. now there was never a guarantee that they were going to get the postponement, and you know I'm actually kind of surprised that they did on some level, but. You know, procedure was followed as laid out by the Premier League. Therefore, the Premier League is the one that needs to be called out here, not not Arsenal. I absolutely, a hundred and ten percent with you on that. That is, <laughs> there's no, I, I don't see wh- why you blame clubs for asking for it. You know, if the Premier League sets a standard by granting postponements from, you know, one club or two clubs from this. You have to then let it roll because other clubs have had when have had injuries when asking for code postponements too, and that's been part of the deal for them as well. So, yeah, just roll with it. I, again, yeah. you know, it, you know, and you know, for Spurs to be the one being furious about the the, the postponement when I mean, I certainly recall they wanted a game that was already played to be replayed because they thought they got hosed out of a Champions League spot. <laughs> over Arsenal, um, you know, because, you know, they, they still fielded players, even though they had a food poisoning outbreak, they still fielded a team and then demanded that the game be replayed after the fact. So, you know what, Spur, Tottenham Hotspur can kiss my ass. Is, is that lasagna tasting bitter for you here, Jeff? Maybe just a little. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sh- shout out to Martin Yall. Whatever happened to him? Ah, who cares? Oh, oh man, he he was entertaining. I enjoyed ah, it. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, the last job I remember him having was Fulham, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I don't. I, I'm gonna have to go and look at, look at what's happened to Martin Yall at the moment. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Let's have a Mar- Martin Yall watch. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Yall. Please, please join our new segment, Martin Yall watch. <laughs> Yeah, Martin Yol, Dutch for still Dutch football manager. Let's have a look. Mm. He, the team he managed was Al Ahly, which is an Egyptian team. Oh yes, I am familiar with them. Who who are quite successful, but yeah, there is nothing since twenty sixteen. Oh well, when... yeah, we 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 we, 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 we could put him on the shelf with. Uh... You know Ricardo La Volpa and uh, and Andre Villas Boas in the whatever happened to segment. Yeah, good. good. Oh, yeah, boy. I'm not seeing anything else. Dear God. Nothing in the news. <laughs> oh, Oldham have got an interest in or had an interest in Martin Yol a month ago. That's the, the oh last. Go- thing. Oh my God. <laughs> Ah, oh, boy. Yeah, the, the, meanwhile, the, the, the magic of the cup. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I'd still got a fair bit of magic for me once. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're sending 17 years year old type to school without yeah. Mo Salah. And it's working. 
I'm taking the magic of the cup every time. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, well. Yeah, Nottingham Forest seems to have become a bit of a bogey team for the Arsenal, too. And by the way, Arsenal's women's side uh, had a match postponed today, too. I don't know the entire... Given their respawn may not be a bad thing. Oh, ouch. Yeah, I, I don't know the cer- the I don't know the exact circumstances of that though, so um, I can't speak on that, unfortunately. So, uh, hey, West Ham versus Leeds was a thriller today, wasn't it? Oh, it was an absolute belter of a game. You know, I, I, the defenses both looked shaky, but my God, the attacking play was absolutely fantastic to watch. You know, uh, was it a hat trick for Harrison? You know, <laughs> had Leeds fine. To get over their lack of Bamford. Yeah. Um, now I did see I did see Gary Lineker um, tweet out that we need to change the offside rule. Why? Because dude was offside. The ball hit him. He was in the goal when the ball hit him. He was offside. Did it deflect? It was. Did it deflect onto him from West Ham? Play? I was going. That ball was pulled back, and I'm going. Does that make him? Sorry, from almost on the byline. You know, I don't. Um, you know, here's the thing, though. No, I don't think it did. I think it came from a Leeds player. I think there was a West Ham player yeah, going for it, but I don't think he touched it. Yeah, because if it was a good, that's a a bad rule. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a the thing is again, you get to these circumstances, people are going to talk about how the offside rule has become so complex, and it's like if it hit him and he was offside. What you're gonna do? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and actually touched the dude, and dude was, and and really, they could have pulled that back for a handball too, because it actually hit his elbow. Oof! So they could have pulled that back for a handball. So I don't know what the bitching was about. The right result happened. West Ham, uh, excuse me, Leeds United did win today. So yeah, that's, you know, it, it's good to see Leeds get a, a big result like that again because they have been. In the doldrums far too long this season. Speaking of the doldrums, uh, hey, uh, I hear Rafa Benitez is uh, looking for a job. <laughs> well, he'll, he'll always be welcome at Anfield, you know. Um, <laughs> will, 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 will he, though? <laughs> yeah, you know, he ain't going to be getting the managerial job back. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, again, was it, was it one win in 13 games, I think he had? Something like Everton, that, yeah. Everton are just an absolute mess. Even though they've got, you know, um, Mashiri, a richer owner, you know, there's no, there doesn't appear to be any sort of plan there. And if there's no plan and you're, they're just bringing up, and you're almost bringing in players at random to try and throw a team together, what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know at this point. Yeah. You know, speaking- yeah you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, Everton are a, are a consarn mess right now. So yeah, there, there's yeah, no way around even, that. Even Carlo Ancelotti can't sort you out, guys. What are you gonna do? Yeah, right. But I mean, and yeah. they, they, go they ahead. Want Roberto Martinez in there allegedly? They allegedly want Roberto Martinez back. And I'm going. Yeah, you hated him when you sacked him. <laughs> Why the hell are you going back? Well, I mean, you know, the you know, uh, you know, hindsight in, in 2020, didn't we just have that discussion too? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, I, you know, speaking of, of of clubs with a lot of money and who don't know how to spend it, uh, 
Newcastle's only really big transfer so far besides Kieran. All right, okay, okay, Kieran Trippier. Okay, fine. Chris Wood. Yeah, what that Chris Wood is a good solid player. And the other thing you look at that, it, it's kind of the Man City tactic of looking at the clubs around them and trying to nick their best players where possible. You take Wood from Burnley. Burnley are a bit weaker. There you go. You only have to finish ahead of two other clubs now. I mean, is that your ambition is to <laughs> outdo Burnley? Frankly, at the moment, it, it's looking that's looking pretty much of a stretch for Newcastle right now, isn't I it? I mean, I mean, I, I, I heard you know, I, I keep hearing that you know they're looking at Mbappe, but no, Chris Wood. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Chris, Kylian Mbappe. I don't care how much money you've got, you can have the, all the money that you know you have more money than God. And Kylian Mbappe will not be joining you if you are in the relegation zone of the Premier League. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, uh, speaking of... You're not Ronaldo, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how, how about that yesterday? God, what a what a what a spectacle that was! Uh, oh, Man United uh, blowing a two goal lead to <laughs> to one, one of the best signings of the, of the transfer window by by the look of it, Philippe Coutinho. Who, My lord, who who to thunk it? No, I mean, United came out for the first half hour and played absolutely brilliantly. And then... They did not. <laughs> then <laughs> and then they, they did not. not. You know, the, the worst thing was, they went they went 2-0 up, you know, and they gave them both goals. And after that, you know, Gerard made one small adjustment, which was, hang on, the right-back's being left on his own here, let's go with him. And, you know, it did not adjust to it. And it lost them, and, you know, it cost them two points. They are a mess of a side. I, and at the moment, you have to question whether Ralph Rangnick is the answer on it. Yeah, suddenly, you know, for for all the talk I heard about how Ralph Rangnick was going to be the guy to right the ship, uh, yeah, so far, not so good, brothers. I, I'm enjoying it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, speaking of teams in the relegation zone, uh, Greuter Furt still only one win as we're now officially at, you know, past the halfway point in, in Germany. Uh, we actually kind of have a title race again. We do, yeah. BVB coming back into contention. Yeah, which is uh, yeah Dortmund suddenly maybe the, the, maybe the, the only chance we have now because uh, they are a mere six points behind Bayern now who blew it on the return match against, uh, against Gladbach. Yeah. And man, this, this is almost as, as tight and thrilling as a Premier League title race this season, isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah. About that. Uh, how, how many points ahead are uh, our city right um, now? Oh, 11. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a slight less, isn't it? Because we won today. Um, no, it, it, or, no, it's eleven, no. and you've only got one game in hand on them. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So they they are likely to be eight points. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> point. yeah, that you know, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> you beat Chelsea yesterday. You kind of go. You, you don't see City, frankly, dropping eight points for the rest of the season the way they're playing. 
you know, and the depth that they've got compared to everyone else. Um, but yeah, back back to Germany and yeah, it did. So what, what was it? It was uh, Erling Haaland is back on form. <laughs> oh yes, he is. I mean, that was a five-one ass whooping against uh, against Freiburg. You know, M- Munier Munier helped out too. You know, Haaland. Uh, Dahoud has been coming up with uh, late goals lately. Yes, indeed. It's fine. Yeah, but yeah, that that. Hope, hopefully, hopefully, we're we're going to see some challenge to Bayern because, frankly, you know, I I know Bayern have always been the main club in Germany, and frankly, you know, from the signs we've got now, that ain't going to stop any time in the next few years, particularly with the ownership models in Germany. But my God, you know, what what do we have coming coming up to, to a decade of frankly quite comfortable title wins for Bayern yeah that is not that is not healthy for any league I mean it isn't but at the same time you know Bundesliga is still one of the best leagues out there despite oh, so, all that yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely it, I mean the, uh, the thing is with jump up it's never been necessarily been focused on the champion thing it's been about maintaining a certain sort of standard all around the league and it's done that very well much better than than a lot of other leagues and certainly, I think, better than the Premier League, who where, you know, yes, any given Sunday, anyone could beat anyone else. But really, you need a certain amount of money to really be competitive over a season. You know, that, that money is essentially, to a certain degree, dictating league positions. Yeah, well, I don't think that the Steelers are going to win today. So I don't know about that any given Sunday thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love your confidence. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, uh, farewell, bye bye now. Um, Don't go hit your ass on the way out. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, real quick, uh, I have a trivia question for you. Let's have it. Uh, PSG are eleven points in the clear in Ligue 1. Guess who's in second? <sighs> Without looking, guess who's in second. Oh man! It, so yeah, that, that's going to take some like Marseille and Monaco out of the, out of the equation. Uh, I, I'm sure I, I looked at you a couple of weeks ago and I knew it. I'd... Lorient, I don't know. Lorient, uh, no, Lorient are uh, in 18th. <laughs> Boy, Bordeaux, <laughs> the relegation zone in France right now: Lorient, Bordeaux, and Saint-Étienne. Oh, yeah, son of shit. But no, the the in second in, in Ligue 1 as of right now. Yeah. Although Marseille, eh, Marseille are in a uh, they're in a nil, they're in a one one right now with Lille. Um, yeah. Dons, don't know. <laughs> nice. Nice. No nice. No, n- no nice. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. No, no. And, uh, again, you you love to see that sort of competitive thing. And and the one thing about the uh, league, and I I know it may change, but PSG's money hasn't meant that they've just won everything year in year out. It's that it's much is true. It... That much is true. Yeah, they they have been toppled by superior sides. Uh, you know, a, 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 it, during the odd season here and there. So, yeah. Uh, Inter. Currently in a nil-nil with uh, with Atalanta 
but will be two points clear of AC Milan, uh, seven points clear of Napoli. Boy, remember when Napoli looked like they were in a storm it, and then they just stopped? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fell away, and goodness knows why. Yeah, so uh, Juve, yeah. Juve in fifth. <sighs> yeah. I love it. And and actually, a lot of teams are are have games in hand, including Inter Milan, Inter AC, Napoli, Atalanta, Fiorentina. Yeah, n- nothing's permanent here. It seems n- nothing is no, permanent not- at all. Uh, one thing that is permanent is the fuckery of the Spanish Super Cup being held in Riyadh, and uh, Real Madrid uh, have won that yet again. Uh, they beat uh, Athletic Club 2-0 today. Oh, yeah, and I believe, I, I heard there was a bad penalty call in that game, but uh, I have yet to see it, so I can't comment. Well, I do know that, at the yeah, there was a red card and then a handball in the box, and uh, Athletic Club missed that penalty late in the game. May not have made a difference, so, yeah. So there you go, Real Madrid win the uh, Saudi-Spanish Super Cup. Yeah, and Barca are... Uh, within a point of the Champions League spots now, I believe. Although only Sevilla appear to be capable of coming close to Real at the minute. Hmm. Uh, one, one last, one last little bit here. Um, actually, two last little bits. Number one, have you looked at the Championship table lately and see who is in a playoff position right now? Are you going to tell me Millwall in a playoff position or something like this? I am not going to tell you Millwall or. In a- playoff position they're in 11th in third place right now on 49 points blackburn rovers coming back well maybe (laughs) you know i I tell you what for, for the championship you know who's doing a good job right now considering what's going on at that club wayne rooney is Wayne Rooney at has, is Wayne Rooney at Blackburn Rovers? No, he's at Derby. Oh, <laughs> oh my is, God! Is it, is, I just saw who who Blackburn's manager is. Go on. Uh, it, it, I, I don't know what the opposite of a legend is, but he's the opposite of a legend at Celtic. Tony Mowbray. Oh Lord, the ex Ipswich guy as well. Yeah. <laughs> Lord. Oh, the, yeah, I, I don't think he's he's been close to taking a club up like that. But yeah, they're they're, they're level with Bournemouth, aren't they? Blackburn, I think. Yeah, if yeah, they are. Drawn, yeah, they are. Yeah, if Fulham had drawn yesterday, it would have been a three-way tie at the top. Did um? So does Venky still own Blackburn? That's a good question. I haven't been paying attention, but I, I assume so. Because mm. I haven't done anything so. Yeah, by the way, Derby County are uh like uh second from bottom. Yeah, but you know you know, with the that uh, they have a huge points the, the huge points deductions plus uh I believe they've lost a player to a lower a, a, to other clubs and not been able to sign them. Because... Oh yeah, I do see. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they do have a uh, points deduction. Yeah, I, I did forget about that. So, Reading do too. Yeah, you know, it, it, they're, they're not actually being bottom of the table. 
I think is something of a triumph in itself. Uh, well, um, it's only because they have a positive, they have a plus one goal difference, whereas Barnsley have a negative 20. However, Barnsley have two games in hand. So, so right and, now, so right now, so right now, Darby are fighting against Barnsley and the Posh. Yep, yeah, and the answer is that Venkies do still own Blackburn as the VH group. Oh my goodness. Do you remember when they were talking some mad shit about Champions League football at Blackburn and then they got relegated? Oh lord, yes. And, and frankly, everyone's looking at the conduct of it and going, what the hell are you on, guys? Oh boy. Oh lord. Yeah, that was the heady days of what, 2011, 2012? Yeah, it's a decade back, isn't it? Was, oh, yeah. Oh Dear. boy. You know what? That is going to be the last thing I mentioned because you know what? I I realized there was something else I wanted to mention, but I don't have enough information right now, and I, I don't want to sound pig ignorant, so I, I'm not going to do that. So, uh, John, do you have anything else for the What's news? Stop just before. <laughs> you know what? It, it's a new year, John, and I'm trying to you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good, yeah. yeah it's a new year, new year, new me. Ha ha. New year, new Jeff. All right, do you got anything? Do you have anything else for the news? I I do not. All right, well then, coming up today's topic: the 2021-22 Premier League midterm grades. John Jeffrey, go over what's been a pretty fakakta season for every club in the Premier League so far. Please stay tuned. second half of episode 65 of the busting balls podcast this week for your entertainment john and jeffrey hand out their midterm grades on the premier league in a real up and down season uh, and you know what? up and down is putting it lightly <laughs> and you know what we're going in alphabetical order with this so Guess what? You get the big fun section first. Jeff, <laughs> on the Arsenal. Take it away, my friend. Uh, okay, so before I begin this part, um, I just wanted to know that as of when we record this, not every team has actually played uh, 19 games yet. Uh, Tottenham Hotspur are sitting at 18, as are Leicester. Uh, Burnley is sitting at 17 games 17. played. Uh, Everton, Watford... And, uh, well, and that's it, are at 19. Yeah. Basically, nobody has played the same number of games. You know, the, the, the league is not completely evil, you know, completely equal, excuse. Well, it, it could be completely evil, too, but <laughs> it's not what I meant to say, <laughs> at least this time. Um, but uh, 
in any event, um, long story short, the league's kind of jacked up this year. And yeah, it, it's, you, you can't really read too much into a league position, particularly around the middle where everything's kind of clustered together. Yeah. So, but again, you know, we, we this is one of the things we like to do is, is hand out our grades. And uh, so we're going to uh, do that here. And uh, hopefully this will make some sense. Now we start off with Arsenal boy, you know, I, I was fully prepared to give them an F like at the beginning of the season because, boy, they did, they did not start off great. They were bottom of the table at one point while, while Spurs were in first. You know, that that that, that, yeah. that, that was that that was a, a crushing blow to the soul. Let me tell you this. Uh, as it stands right now, Arsenal are in fifth, but only because they have games in hand and, you know, games have been getting delayed, et cetera, et cetera. You know, th- this yeah, Arsenal but... team is just inconsistent at best. And unfortunately, we, we continue to play Granite Xhaka for reasons I cannot fathom. Um, at the same time, we have a good core of young players on the pitch. Uh, uh, we, uh, you know, we, we, we have, you know, your Bukayo Sakas. We have your Emil Smith-Rowe, Martin Odegaard. Um, uh, buh, buh, buh. Uh, <laughs> I just lost my train of thought here. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Who, who am I? Who am I looking Aaron at here? Ram- Aaron Ramsdale. Duh. Ben White. Um, Takahiro Tommy Tomiyasu. Who saw that one coming? You know, just been a very good signing. Um, you know, it, it's just there's something there. There really is something there, and. You know, the, the last few weeks of 2021, they, they showed it. Uh, they got completely hosed against Man City by the officiating, um, I don't mind saying. Oh. Um, you know, something that I should have said at the top of the, at the, top of the show, but you know what? Uh, when Arsenal fandom usually gets divided by, like, usually the most minuscule things, now we, have, we are at a point where we are mostly united in what we think, and what we we want to see happen with this club now, we mostly do want to see Stan Kroenke get the fuck out of the club. Still, Arteta, yeah, I I still think he's the the guy. He's been okay the last month and a half or so, but then you know you look at Nottingham Forest and you know, but also you know we we meant it despite the fuckery with the the League Cup. Semi-final, uh, even, you know, Granite Xhaka did, you know, Granite Xhaka things. We still held on at Anfield to a nil-nil draw with 10 men. How, I think, how long has it been since you could have done that in the past? Is, it, it's been I, a while. So, you know what? Uh, on the basis of this, I'm going to give Arsenal a B- minus for how they're doing so far. I, see, the way I'm looking at it, um, I know you can say that... Spurs could overtake you because, um, you know, they are, what's it, two points behind with two games in hand? Yes. But equally, Arsenal, after this afternoon's result, are two points off that last Champions League spot. That's correct. That is, Arsenal are going into, will be going to February competitive for a Champions League spot. It's been a long time since we've been able to say that. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, B-minus is no. my grade, John. Yeah. Um, 
like I say, they are in they are in contention for a Champions League spot. If they had actually, you know, I don't necessarily blame them entirely for their start because that you know there, there is a certain COVID um, that was COVID related partially. You know that Brentford game. How many players did you have out then? Nine. It's so nine. You, you know who? How you show me a team? You know may, maybe Man City would be able to compete with nine players in a squad down with COVID. Anyone else will struggle badly. Um, I'm I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of going to be a bit more generous here because again, as you say, you can see younger players coming through here. You can see Arteta does actually seem to have a plan. It does seem as if you're going to be on you know on on track to actually be competitive at the top end of the table again, as opposed to you know, you've been up a mid table for the past few years. So it, they're more they're often a more fun side to watch, and I I can't ignore the fact. They, with you know, without the intervention of the referee, they would have beaten a man. Likely would have beaten a Man City side who were on, who are on a hell of a roll at the minute. So, I'm going to be quite generous and and say uh, say a B plus from me on this. It's not perfect by any means because. Right now, uh, I I am going to mention though before we move on from this that something we did neglect to mention was uh, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. Uh, yeah, I, I I've been very critical of him this season, but also I guess he was pulled from uh, from the Gabon squad for the African Cup of Nations because they found some sort of heart issue with him. So it was, I think they were saying heart lesions, wasn't it? Yeah, e e. So, so yeah, uh, yeah. So get well there, brother. But yeah, yeah. So get yeah. Uh, we I, I really do hope that that uh, that uh, turns into uh, you know something you know not not catastrophic, but uh, yeah. Absolutely. So Good anyway, help. all right. Up next, Aston Villa. Your 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 dad's side, as I recall. My my dad's side. Um. You got to, it. Really didn't start well for Villa, did it? You know, because obviously um, after what's it, three or four years of unbroken progress under Dean Smith, who you know, a, a Villa guy from his tip of his toes to the to, to you know to the end of his end of any hair on his head, he, you know, it's they decided to part ways with him and bring in and no doubt quite happily for Jeff sabotaging Rangers, bring in Steven Gerrard, um, and. I have to say, Gerard, it you know, it hasn't particularly been entirely smooth sailing, but he's shown very promising signs. You know, not least as we speak this, the the game yesterday with United, where they were outplayed for that first half hour, they were two nil down, and they you know, and and yet they still found a way to get a point, and they they are making some really nice signings in the window. You know, again, most notably Philip Coutinho. You know, even if you've only got him for half a season, my God, you know, someone of the caliber of Coutinho playing for Villa. Wow. That this could be a really fun side to watch over the season. He's kind of got them up the league a bit. So their grades a lot better than it would have been towards the start, but this is still only mid table. Um, I'm, I'm kind of going, you know, you'd have thought maybe with the Grealish cash in hand, maybe they'd have kicked on a bit more than they, they had before. But uh, I, I, you know, 
I've got to say, you know, they're mid-table. They're they unlikely to get dragged back into relegation. They're unlikely to trouble the, you know, the, the European places. You know, a, a steady C-plus, I think, from me for this. Yeah, you know, I think I'm going to say the same thing for... Uh, I, I am going to say the same thing for... Uh... For Villa too, yeah, they they didn't do great with Dean Smith uh, to begin, you know, to begin this season. They definitely are getting their 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 shit together under Steven Gerrard. Which, yeah, I was really sad to see him leave Rangers, <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, at the same time, you know, uh, it, it, I I got nothing against Aston Villa. I think they're doing okay, but yeah, they get a C for me for right now for for how they're doing so far this year. Yeah, and that's good. how that's gonna go. Uh, up next, oh, uh, one of the new, one of the 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 new, the fiftieth all time Premier League club, um, Brentford, uh, ha- has the stadium with the lowest capacity in the in the Premier League. Well, they started off better than they than they've been doing. Um, they're down in fourteenth right now, twenty three points. Uh, six wins, five draws, ten losses. Boy, I had high hopes for them to 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 be giving games to to clubs and be, the way that they started this season. Yeah, it's not happening so far. But judge, boy, you know the fact that they have been hanging in there so far. Yeah, I you know what I'm gonna give them I'm gonna give them a B because I don't think B for the B's because I don't think anybody thought that they were even gonna do this well. No, absolutely. And again, th- these guys made a hell of a start to the season, you know. Um, Serge Canos uh, <laughs> beating, beating the Arsenal on the first game was a heck of a statement from a promoted side. You know, I don't, I don't care you know, if Arsenal did have nine players eight. Again, Arsenal would struggle, but Brentford still had the confidence to go out and play and give a get, give them a game. Um, and they weren't the only. You know, Liverpool went went to that stadium, drew and uh, drew three all, and Brentford merited the draw. Man City scraped a win there. Um, yeah, they've been, you know, broadly speaking, you tend to get two approaches from promoted clubs. You get the ones who just sit back, look to be reactive and just hit, you know, sides on the break. Brentford have replayed really a nice game. I know Ivan Tony up front is great. Again, Canos from right back has been brilliant. And they've lost their keeper as well, their main keeper for the season as well. And how many clubs cope on that score? I don't know, see many. But, you know, they're the only one of the promoted clubs who have, you know, pulled away from that relegation zone. They've been a real breath of fresh air on that. And and they're a fun side to watch as well. And very creative. If you look at it with their set pieces, they score a lot of goals from set pieces. Um, I, I, I've got to say, I, I, yeah, I, I'll give them, a, a, you know, a B plus because, frankly, if any promoted side goes mid-table or for me, they're having a hell of a season to start with because the demands of the Premier League are so much different from that. And Brentford, let's not forget it, aren't one of these clubs that have gone back down and yo-yoed back up with players that they had last time. They still have pretty much that squad that got them up from the championship. Yeah, I think this this was their first... Yeah, yeah, wasn't this like their first season in the top flight since like 1948, I think? Yep, something along those... Yeah, mid-40s. I, I I really so yeah I'm, I'm going to go for a, a B plus with that and uh, yeah <laughs> a great side okay so hey, do, do, do you yeah. know who do you know who once had a tryout at Brentford go on Rod Stewart 
<laughs> while he was being a grave digger, no doubt. Uh, possibly. <laughs> I don't know the exact timeline, but you know. Alrighty, so next up we have everyone's apparently second favorite club, Brighton and Hove Albion. You know, they don't score that many goals. You know, you, you, know, you look at it, they, they've drawn, what, ten, half their games? Ten of them, if I'm not mistaken? Uh, but, let me, you know, let they, me they, take a look here. Yeah, they came to Anfield, they look pretty good. They don't lose many either. I think they've lost four games all year. But, yeah, um, it's th- there aren't necessarily many goals in this side, but it's strange to say, they play some really nice football. Graham Potter... For all the, the, you know, the way he took over with, was it Chris Hewton being, you know, dumped unceremoniously? They, they are, have really, really progressed. I was like, you know, and Basuma has been almost a revelation in that midfield this year. He, he looked good towards the end this year. And he's coming back, come back. Um, and, you know, they, they were, what, around the relegation spots this year. And now, they, you know, they're, they're close to a European spot. They, you know, what's it, they're four points off United? Uh, so, yeah, they are four points off United. They were in the top four at one point. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that they may be, you know, find their upper mid-table, find their level. But, you know, it's a side that has really progressed. And again, I'm kind of going B-plus again for this, lot, I'm inclined to say. So, uh, yeah, B-plus from me. Yeah, I'm going to say the same for mostly the same reasons. Uh, B-plus for Brighton. Uh, again, they were uh, nearly they, – they were in Champions League spots at one point during this season for several weeks, I might add. So, I mean, clearly, yeah, they, they, they had a thing going for a while. Now they've kind of settled in to upper mid-table – who knows? I mean, they could still surprise us later on. So, but yeah, B plus for uh, for, for the Seagulls. Uh, up next, Burnley. Uh, what can we say about COVID ravaged Burnley that hasn't been said twenty other times? Uh, other than yeah, Sean Dice sucks. I I hate him, and they are dead last. Although they do have you know they have played the least amount of games in the league this season. They're they're now five games behind. Uh, as of this match round, but I mean, do you really see this team leaving the relegation zone at this point? I I kind of don't, to be honest, and uh, therefore they get. I, I'm gonna have to give them a D minus. You know, COVID notwithstanding, COVID notwithstanding. Yeah, I I really cannot argue with that. Um, the thing is, you can say yes, they've got games in hand, but you can also go. They haven't got the biggest squad, and they have, what's it, twenty-one games to play in four, you know, whatever it is, four months. That is not going to be easy for them, right? To, and, you know, and, yeah, and they just lost Chris Wood. Yeah, and I, I will give them credit for picking up Maxwell Cornet, who looks a really good signing, really, really good signing for them. Got he's actually had some goals in him. But yeah, they they won one game all season. It's yeah, you, you aren't going to survive if you're winning you know one game in seventy. You are they are what? Hang on, they're on, was it fourteen points? I think something along those lines. Yeah, um, yeah well they're at, at eleven right now. Eleven points, even less than I thought. Yeah, they, you know they they've drawn a lot of games, but you know they're behind a a terrible Newcastle side. 
I I just don't I, I think this is the year gravity gets them. Um and whether Sean Dye survives it, I don't know. I don't know how Bernie would fix for that for that. But yeah, um it's a side that hasn't looked like winning many, hasn't <laughs> again, hasn't provided any kind of real excitement or thrills on the pitch to compensate for that. You know, they they have, you know, <laughs> No joy. They have less joy than a Christmas where all the presents have been stolen. Yeah, it, it, it's got to. It, it's got to be a you know a, a, a D minus. Yeah, D minus from me, if, and only because we're not allowed to give you any lower grades than that. No, we are. There's no, no, an F is completely possible. <laughs> Trust me. Oh, an F is completely possible. Uh, oh yes. yeah, but but yeah, I, 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 for once, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll be slightly generous to Sean Dyche. In, in in the and give him the smallest tiniest bit of credit that he's had to deal with a COVID on a tiny squad. That's uh, yeah. Oh. I mean that's pretty much the only reason why I haven't failed them yet. So <laughs> okay, well the next so we have up are the uh, the London Posers, Chelsea, <laughs> the European champions. Um, again, I I think it's it's is. I'm, I'm looking at yesterday and I'm going, Chelsea, you know, they're aspiring to be, you know, a, a side that's competitive for titles and they, they always aspire for that. But then they go to Man City and they try the same tactics as they had in that Champions League final. And, you know, City just bossed that game yesterday. I know it only ended up 1 0, but Chelsea, what's it? I think the stat was Romelu Lukaku had completed over two games against Chelsea, against Man City, sorry. Seven passes. Yikes. They, they, Anfield, they came out and started well against us, attacked us, but, you know, they had a man set off and they just dropped back. And I think that mentality costs them sometimes. Um, They they can be quite a fun side to watch, you know, with the the wing-backs, when the wing-backs are fit. Um, And I know there's issues with, you know, (laughs) Rhys James not being fit at the minute. Um, Antonio Rudiger being a bit of a, Playing on the edge, shall we say? Um, <laughs> but yeah, and yeah, you know, I think if, if again, if I've been doing this towards the start of the season when they were keeping a bit more pace with uh, Man City, um, I might have been inclined to be kinder. But I kind of think that they're still at this kind of level. They're not quite up at two points a game. They're not quite in touch with Man City. They, 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 they're afraid to go toe to toe with them. Um, I, I, I'm going to give a, a B minus because I think they should be, they, you know, I know they're Chelsea for a start, but they, they are, they should be being more ambitious than they are to my mind. Yeah. I'm going to agree with that too. They really should be in a much better spot than they are in right now. Um, as it stands, they're in third, which, okay. On its face. Yeah. You don't think it is too bad, but they're 13 points behind Man City right now, and that is not with any benefit of games in hand either. So no, and, they, the, and the difference is significantly worse. So yeah, I, I, unfortunately, I don't have much to add to that. Uh, so yeah, Chelsea are um, yeah Chelsea get a uh, actually I'm going to say they get a C plus because they really should be in a much better spot than they are, actually are in right now, especially with Thomas Tuchel in charge. 
Fair. I, I was flipping a coin on whether I was going B plus or C minus, <laughs> and I'm I'm being generous this year. Yeah, it sounds like it. you're getting you're getting to be a real, real softy in your old age here. Oh, no, it's terrible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Up next, uh, Crystal Palace, who currently sit 11th uh, with with a, one game of hand. Um, at the same time, since Patrick Vieira has taken over, Crystal Palace has actually been one of the most entertaining sides in the entire Premier League. Uh, a lot of that due to Chelsea loney Connor Gallagher. Um, all that being said, uh, yeah, Crystal Palace uh, have they've been they've been a fun side to watch. I I can't deny that. And uh, with that in mind, I I'm going to give them a B plus because even though they sit 11th, they're doing much better than I thought they would, and they've been they've been a joy to to, to behold. I I I've got to go essentially what Jeff um, said. That I'm, I'm I'm almost inclined to go into a kind of an A minus spot here because. Remembering where Palace were at the end of last season, which was kind of, they, they were just falling down table. Roy Hodgson, I know as a Liverpool fan, I'm going to say I'm going to be buzzing, but he was never the most exciting manager to watch. It was kind of stolid, you know, four big men at the back, lump it up, get a few goals maybe and hold the game. And that could work at time, at time to time. But, and it worked, you know, it worked enough to survive. But, you know, at the end of last season, they had so many players out of contract. Um, and, you know, and they, Vieira's come in and and this it's no mean feat to me that in the summer, he's reshaped the club. He has them playing an almost entirely different style of football. And and yet it's been it's got to the point where if it's, you know, a Sunday afternoon and I'm, I'm going... It's Palace. Do I watch the game? And I go, oh, I'll go, I'll go, actually, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't mind watching Palace now. They're a fun side to watch. Yeah, it, turn, um, it turns out. Yeah, so, you know, just for the job that Vieira has done there, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm going to stretch to an A- minus for Palace here, okay. simply because of where we thought they might be. Okay. And, yeah, <laughs> here we come to a fun one. The Ev. Everton, the the wrong side of Merseyside. Um, you you cannot sugarcoat it. Um, what's it? They are what's it? Six points off the relegation zone here, which I know, I know it's necessary. A couple of wins will get them at the table. They've just sacked Rafa. Um, the fans from the ones I know are deeply unhappy about it. Um, apart, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm sure you're not rubbing it in at all either. Not in the slightest. Me never. Apart from Damari Gray, I'm struggling to see a positive point for Everton in this season. You know, they they have enough money to at least be competing for those European spots, but there's no plan there. It's just a mess of players. So, um. Yeah, I, I mean, I am inclined to just go for it for a D for this. Yeah, I, I am too. There, there's, there's no way around it. Everton have been trashed this season. Let's, let's face it. I mean, they, they, they Rafa is not the was not the guy, and you know we, we've seen this happen a million times before, where you get a, a manager who used to be a big manager at your rival club. It goes in, and it, it's it's a it, it's a complete shambles. Um, 
you know, uh, Alex McLeish at going to Aston Villa, George Graham at Tottenham, Harry Redknapp at Southampton. Like, what? Why do you do this? It it, it, it does not work. You know, <laughs> it, it, it it will never work. And this has continued the trend. Mind you, Everton have a lot more problems than just uh, Rafael Benitez. But we already talked about this at the top of the show, so I'm not going to perseverate yeah. on this. But yeah, D. Yeah, a D uh, is uh, is fair for for where they're at. Um, next up, another one that this is going to hurt to give this one, but uh, yeah. Leeds United, uh, they are just not doing the job that they did last season. And, I mean, they had a great win against West Ham today, but that was the best Leeds football we've seen all season. And they used to put on these. They used to put on these performances on the regular the last few years, both in the Championship and in the Premier League under Marcelo Bielsa. Mm-hmm. I just wonder if Leeds United are just finally hitting the wall uh, with with uh, Bielsa ball, and uh, you know the, the the players themselves are just are just run down now, and they can't do what they used to do, and maybe they feel, and maybe the league has figured out Marcelo Bielsa's style. Uh, that being said, uh, they get a C minus from me for this one. I I think I was I'm going to go for that exact grade. I mean, the thing I I would point out, Patrick Bamford was crucial to the way that side played, and you know he has been down since September. Yes, that so, is true. Yeah, so so I I kind of give a benefit of the doubt for that, but equally, yeah. You have to you have to look at Leeds and go, you you know it's it's one player you have to be able to cope better than that. I, I think the the worries about you know Bielsaball are legitimate because it's happened almost at every club he's managed. It is a physically demanding style of football and it does wear players down. Um, again, that said, Rafinha has been uh, again worth watching even in the darkest days of Leeds matches, and frankly. I've got to be generous to, you know, a club whose supporters do have the immortal terrorist chant of what Boris Johnson is. (laughs) (laughs) It's not not big. It's not clever. It's not clever, but it is funny. (laughs) Particularly when they go, it's London rim owners doing it. No, but no guys have a look north. (laughs) Um, But for all that, yeah, it's a disappointing season for Leeds. I, I, I will. I think C minus is absolutely the the right grade to hand out here. Um, okay. So next we have my brother-in-law's team. We have Leicester City, who yeah, um, they're they're current tenth, but again, they're one of these clubs that have yet to play half their games. Um. You know, I think their record says it all. Says it all. It's you know, it, it's literally fifty-fifty. They won seven, drawn, drawn four, and lost seven. Um, and they've had massive problems with COVID, um, which is no getting away from it. Um, Jamie Vardy continues to be an exceptional goal scorer, even you know <laughs> his advanced age, you know where he should should in football terms be on a Zimmer frame. Um, and again, Damn. James Madison, a, a, one of the best players outside the outside the, those top four, the European uh, European spots, always worth a watch and probably like to, to go on. 
had a good win over Liverpool as well by um, you know by resorting to the tactic of sitting back and hoping for for a break up front. If, if it works, it works. Um, but <laughs> yeah, um, again, you know, this is a club that sort of since twenty sixteen has kind of had higher ambitions than being in 10th spot or, or just sort of on the fringes of European competition. You know, they're, the, they're the reigning cup winners. Um, I, I can't give them more than a C from where I'm sitting. Yeah, no, I think that that's fair. And a matter of fact, it, it, you might think that it could go even lower than that because despite, yes, they, they've had a lot of COVID issues there. But as you said, they're, they're 50-50. Well, 50% is a failing grade I've been told. And the fact of the matter is that for all, especially for all the big shit that Brendan Rogers has talked, Lester city, <laughs> Lester city, Lester, yeah, slip there. Uh, Lester city should be in a much better position than they are in right now. Oh yeah. Pardon me. But, um, so yeah, I yeah I, I see with yeah I, I'm kind of looking at that. That might actually that maybe should actually go lower. But but, but due to COVID, I'm gonna give them a little bit of leeway there. So yeah, what well, we're yeah I I think a, a C is about sums up Leicester City right now. Alrighty, <laughs> coming up this one. Oh yes. <laughs> Coming up, uh, Liverpool. These whinging fucks. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, no Yankee Scout stuff, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know that they, they. I gotta say, Liverpool actually started better than they than they than they are at right now, and I really thought that they were. I didn't expect them to be eight points behind. You know, eleven slash eight points behind. Yeah. At this stage, I thought that they were going to challenge where they had a fully fit squad and all that again. And, you know, I, I hate to I hate to do this to you, man, but I, I think I could only go with a B plus for, for Liverpool based on the performances so far. They could still storm to they they could still overhaul City. They may be the only chance to overhaul City, honestly, at this point. But, yeah, I kind of expected more. I had to be honest with you. I expected more. Yeah, well, yeah. but even then, they're only they're they're in second, which is not bad. But you know, as of right now, they are you know due to the vagaries of of, of postponements and all that, they are eleven points behind. But you know, even if they they weren't, even if they were at the eight points, assuming that they win their game in hand, that's still a lot to overhaul City right now. Well, let, let's not be unfair. I don't expect anyone to overhaul City because right now, where do you see City dropping points? You know, they they played all the right their main rivals away from home, and that you know, and they they ain't lost those games. Yeah, they are. Yeah, it, I think that tells you for for reasons which we we will likely get into obviously when we get to City. It it just tells you how good City are. You know, they there are. I think they're on target. Yeah, well, well, again, we'll come to this one later on soon. Liverpool, yeah, um, again, you know, Mo Salah, let's not get away from it, is having an all-time season right here. Which you know, he seventh is. Place, absolutely. Seventh place in the uh, 
in, in the Ballon d'Or rankings, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Um, oh, don't get me started about yeah. the Ballon d'Or. <laughs> oh, I never saw him in it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... I, I think B minus is fit. There's kind of Liverpool season... You know, there's... You know, there's decisions which could have gone our way, which might have got us, you know, a, a few places or, or in the bar with a penalty rebound against Leicester or uh, a couple of maybe should have been red cards early on. If we were including the Champions League in this, you know, I might up the grade because, you know, we aced a tough Champions League group. Oh, yeah. I mean, but yeah, you aced the, the, the group of death. But, I mean, w- this is mostly supposed to be the Premier League. Supposed to be. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so I, I haven't mentioned it with the other Champions League clubs so far. So, I, you know, I'll, I'll stick to where we're at. Um, but yeah, there, there's been it, the issue. I can't. I, you know, the losses have been ones which maybe could have gone either way, but which didn't. Which you know, maybe a couple of decisions we didn't get. But there's been a few frustrating draws along the way, which have kind of held us back a bit. So, so yeah, it, it's. And and there's questions about you know the age of the squad. Is it you know should we be relying on you know some Henderson and Milner who aren't necessarily the most creative players? They're good, but they're not. You know they're they're not on the level of um, you know say Thiago who's fit or or even Kate Navi Cater who's got two man of the match awards at the Afcon. Um, yeah, it, it, it's just it's just like it's close. But it's not quite. It's not quite got that sort of clicking rhythm that we had a couple of years ago. Um, we're still good, very good, but we, we're not. We're, we're the best of the rest by no by no question. But again, I, I feel we there's not quite be the edge that we needed. So, so I, yeah, I think B plus is kind of an absolutely fair grade, particularly with the sort of standards we've been used to over the past, you know, few seasons. Apart from the time when we nearly collapsed under injuries. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on to the Ulmany FC. Oh, jeez. <laughs> As if I'm better here. It, it, don't, I'm just saying it to annoy Pep because, you know, because, <laughs> you know, he, he, he's, he's so gracious about the fact that his club are richer and more cynical about regulations <laughs> than anyone Pep, else. Yeah, Pep Guardiola not gotten to in the slightest. <laughs> Never, never. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's what standard do you judge City by? You know, you, you know, they are that far clear. They they are on target for ninety six points, and you know that target has only been reached four times in in at the whole history of the league. Even if you you know convert two points for a win to three points for a win. And you know, and and how and of that total, two of them were by this city side. So, you know, how, how do you compete with it? Um, yeah. You know, they they signed they signed you know Grealish is almost a luxury player for them for a hundred million. Yeah, you, yeah. You hey, hey, who, who saw that one coming? You know. No, exactly. And I, I don't know Pep again this week. You know, it, it was it was remarked quite flatly by other players. City have been fortunate compared to others with COVID outbreaks. And yes, they have. And also, they have that huge squad to cope with it. Here's that. Do you know, Hugo, have a guess how many players Man City have out on loan? 
Uh, it, it can't be From more. Than, it can't be more than the twenty-five that Chelsea did at one point. You want to bet? Oh no! How many? Thirty-four. Holy, they have holy thirty-four Christ. players acting on them. Yeah, God, that's what we start piling. Um, but yeah, City are just a, a, a machine right now, and, and you know the machine is clicking over. But they've won what I think eleven on the trot, or is it more than that now? Am I going uh, twelve or thirteen? It could be the way up. <laughs> I think I may have lost count. <laughs> Yeah, um, they're on target for 96 points. Um, you, you have to give them an A just for the relentless consistency of it, despite the fact, you know, the quite dubious means of getting there. Yeah, I mean, they, they are, I mean, let's face it, who's going to stop them at this point? Maybe Liverpool, maybe, but there's a lot of fortune that has to go Liverpool's way too in order for that to happen. So, yeah, you know... What else can you say? Yeah, City, yeah, they get an A, possibly the only A I'm going to hand out today. Well, actually, no, actually, I, I look, would, looking I ahead, actually, looking ahead, no, that's not true. Uh, there is one more A, at least one more A I'm going to hand out today. But, oh, oh yeah, stay, stay tuned. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, City get a, get a, get an easy A, even though Pep's like, gotten too little shitbag sometimes, but... <laughs> But, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, speaking of clubs that are not gotten to in the slightest, uh, Manchester United. Um, <laughs> I'm going to piss off some friends of mine by saying this. Yeah, they get a C- minus from me because, yeah, they should be much better off than where they are right now. And they should be performing much better than they actually are. But they are not. And it, it, you know what? Maybe Ole Gunnar Solskjaer wasn't the problem to begin with the way the way that this is going um Ralph Rodnick has not impressed so far and Cristiano Ronaldo has gone missing quite frankly from from his from his performance you know previous performances so yeah sorry uh men you get a c minus from me cuz they with with, with just with Ronaldo alone, they should be much better off than where they are. You know, you know what I'm, I'm going to say. There is a moment in this season for which I can only award them an A plus, and that moment is five minutes after halftime at Old Trafford in our game against them, when we scored our fifth goal and the floodgates opened and the United fans vanished. <laughs> I have had so few moments like that. It was. It was a work of art, A plus, and and pluses into infinity on that. <laughs> um, yeah, again, match of the my match of the season for obvious reasons. <laughs> um, <laughs> but if we're being serious, they're a friggin' mess of a club right now. Um, they, on points, they are closer to Norwich than they are to City right now. <laughs> I, I, the jury is obviously out on Ralph Ragnick, and I, and I'm I'm not going you know, to particularly include him on in this verdict. But Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was kept on far too long when it was you know on on the basis of last season when the issues of COVID and injuries kind of banjaxed the other clubs around them. 
So they they kind of had, you know, and, and Bruno appeared to be able to win penalties for treading on other players, which was, you know, always a merit for them. But they're a massive club. By resource and by their own estimate, they should be in and around that top four. And I think, to be fair, that should be minimum standards for United, you know. But they are not. And I'm, I'm looking at that club. They just have a stockpile of players and almost no idea how to put that together effectively. I think I'm, I'll be on record on one of our, on our podcasts saying I didn't like the Ronaldo signing at the time because the guy is, you know, he's 36. He doesn't fit a side which wanted to play with pace. It's, it's you know, it went, you know, if things didn't go perfectly, if United weren't in that top four, it was just going to disrupt the dressing room, disrupt all that harmony there. You know, after that, you know, that comeback where he scored a goal, he's been part of the problem. You know, the guy has disappeared down the tunnel at the end of every single match. It, he has not been there. You know, he's not been that kind of example that you want the senior player to. I'm sure his training habits might be, but you know, it, it, he's he's you know when against Liverpool when they were you know. He he should have possibly had a red card early on for, for having a kick out, but he didn't. And and again, he has not looked helpful. He you know in the modern game, the top sides press, he hasn't helped with that. And you know even up to yesterday, they they play Villa and and they lose a two goal lead. They can't put a, a good ninety minutes together. Um, so you know just for you. Know, that, you know, you're talking that Rashford, Greenwood is an outstanding, you know, sort of co- a young player. Um, who else? Go, you know, <laughs> give me some. Bruno in midfield is a great effort. He didn't particularly do his defensive work. They have a whole defensive midfield. You know, Matic is older and too old and slow. Harry Maguire is not the answer at centre-half, despite the effect. And David De Gea still causes a problem for a side that wants to be top because he can't, you know, he has concrete boots and never comes off his line. Aaron Wan-Bissaka at right back, he go, he fly, he goes into tackles too easy. He flies in and leaves his feet and leaves players. He's easily beaten. They kind of seem to go for the fashionable player rather than the player that fits their need. So, you know, with the fact that the, they are a kind of club who looks absolutely directionless right now, and as you say, closer to Norwich than than to where they want to be to ban City, I can only give them an F. Wow. Okay. Come on. Five nil at home to Liverpool. <laughs> I can't give them any other grade. Wow. Okay. All right. That, that's a hot take. Oh look, uh, it's an, it's another rich club. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if the identity of the people who've taken over Newcastle wasn't enough to put to give them the second F I'm giving out here. Look at where they are. You know, I, I know Steve Bruce wasn't a particularly good manager, but is Eddie Howe the answer? My God, they have they've lost ten of the ten matches of out there. They are an awful side to watch. You I don't you don't see what they have to offer, particularly with Callum Wilson out as from now. Um Sam Maximin is a great player, but, but you know they, they might get out by the fact that they're looking to spend 
huge amounts of money, as we've already said today, on Wood and Trippier and possibly others coming in. But on on the first just over half of the season now, they are, you know, they're behind the clubs who have vastly lesser resources than they have. They are they should have greater ambitions to this. But yeah, from you know, they're only just you know, if Burnley win games in hand, they go above them. I can't say anything but an effort. Yeah, you know, yeah, this team stinks, and you know, and, and their ownership really stinks. And yeah, I can't. Yeah, they're a mess. And Eddie Howe's not. There, there's just such a for all the money and all the the. the all the talk about they're going to sign Mbappe, they're going to sign Holland, you know, and all this. They just, they have all this money, but no ambition. And again, their ownership sucks and, and, yeah, and, no are, are, and are an awful dictatorial, you know, state. And who, who murdered Jamal Khashoggi. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Newcastle at one time were possibly my second favorite club in in, in 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 the league. Those days are long past. This team stinks. They get enough. They're they're failing. Also failing, Norwich City. I know that it's in their DNA to be a yo-yo club, but you know what? I'm I'm just bored with it at this point. <laughs> you know, I'm just bored <laughs> with it. Like I don't care. So I, I mean? You know, like I, I just don't want to see Norwich City anymore. <laughs> Period. I, I don't Do you want... want to make Timo Pookie cry. You know, look, I'm sorry. He, he is a Celtic legend, of course, but I, yeah, I just don't want to see. Le- I just don't want to see Norwich City anymore. Like, make up your your damn mind. If they're are you are you up or are you down? Don't don't go back and my, forth. For get, obvious get... reasons, my wife will be absolutely delighted with this. Take, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, uh, Norwich. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna waste too much time. Norwich City get enough. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm gonna go with a D on them because Dean Smith has improved them, but you know, by actually winning a couple of games. You know, it was pushing against Everton yesterday. Well, that much is um, true, but <laughs> I, I, you know, but I, I, you know, you can't say what what have they offered? They haven't offered a great deal. They're just kind of there again. Yeah, you're right. I yeah I I can't you know the, Timo Pukki has five goals and the, and what's it some they they have only one other player in who scored two so yeah they're not a great side to watch and you, you don't see how they're getting out of that now um you know even with you know things so close you know Burnley have four games in hand on them to make two points they might not do it but my God I'd be surprised if they don't um. So yeah, I, I I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be slightly more generous and just go with a D. But yeah, they they are not a good side right now. Um. Okay. So moving on to Ralph Hasenhudels Southampton. They, they're kind of just there this season, aren't they? They they are. Um. They're kind of up and down a bit. Um. But yeah. He's got them stabilised in mid-table rather than close to relegation spots they were last year. You know they they are again it, it, again you know they're, they're one place ahead of Villa. You know haven't played a game more. So yeah, I mean it's kind kind of the same sort of thing. It, it's a C. It's 
they they might be able to be a little more ambitious at times, but they're doing absolutely fine where they are. Um, yeah, yeah, C C from me really on that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, they, they 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 lost Danny Ings to Aston Villa, and that's just basically that that's what you can say about their season. As you mentioned, they're just kind of there. They're they're not one way or the other. They're just kind of there. They just don't seem to do anything spectacular. They're just there. So yeah, I mean the the clubs that are just there get get a C for me. Yeah, that that sounds the fairest yeah. thing. Um, oh boy, look at this, Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> let, let me get the popcorn in. Ah, uh, you know. You know, everybody wants to lash out at them about, um, you know, they they got the wrong manager. Well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, because Nuno Espirito Santo was like their seventeenth pick. Yeah, what are you gonna do with the time? What are you gonna do at that point? I mean, but it's true that at what point do the ownership of Spurs get blasted for for where they're at? You know, so well, fairly regular. Spurs fans from my <laughs> Daniel Levy, <laughs> good chewing from a lot of Spurs fans. Yeah, um, yeah, Spurs. You know, I I like Hyunmin's song. That's about all I can say about Tottenham Hotspur. And uh, yeah, I like Antonio Conte as a manager, but God, he just keeps going to the wrong clubs. Um, <laughs> uh, yes. Oh boy. Yeah. You know what? They really should be better off than they than they were, given you know who who they have playing for them. But I mean, th- then there's the whole Harry Kane debacle, and you know Harry Kane clearly did not give a shit this season, and it, it's brought that club down. It brought that club down because he wanted to go to City, and it didn't happen, and he sandbagged it until Antonio Conte came around, and I don't know what yeah. Antonio Conte did. To, to maybe make him not sandbag anymore, but I, I, I'm sure it, it was either some, some nice positive encouragement or he just threatened to whoop his ass. One of the two. It can go either way. This is Antonio Conte we're talking about. But Or, or go to City at the end of the season, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But, um, yeah, Spurs, they, they get it. You know what? They, they, they get a C for me as well. Yeah, I mean... It's tough to judge because you know they are one of the clubs that's had the been damaged by the COVID fixtures. So you know, well, that much they, is true are, too. Yeah, you know, you know, they're six, but they they you know, they've got at least two games in hand on pretty much everyone around them. Sure, <laughs> so it could go anywhere. Now, but again, they, they're going to struggle to you know maintain the the game with the uh, with the legs that they've got, so to speak. Um. Yeah, uh, yeah, I kind of, I kind of going C plus on this because they they did correct their. You can always say it's a mistake to hire Nuno Espirito Santo, even if he was the only option they had. Um, but they, you know, th- there was an acknowledgement that they needed a better manager to compete with the play with the teams around them. So, yeah, yeah, it's. I'm I'm, I'm kind of I just might to give them. Just that passing grade of C, C plus. Again, I, I'm going back to you. You saw Aston Villa Southampton. They are roughly where you'd expect they would be. I can't say 
I, I'd expect them to be, you know, <laughs> up, up with Man City, Liverpool and Chelsea. Or they could be close to Chelsea if they win the games in hand. Or I can't say I expect them to be lower. Um, and yeah, Harry Kane, gee, yeah. I, I yeah. <laughs> he has not made any friends this year. So, yeah, I, I, I'll give them a C, I think. Then yeah. I mean, what, what, else can, what else can you give them at that point? I mean, really? Uh, yeah. Watford, um, just outside the relegation zone again. You know, it, it's what, what are we in? We're in January. So, yeah, we'll probably do a change of manager again now, aren't we, for Watford? There's <laughs> a why in the day, for God's sake. Everyone will get a chance to be Watford manager at some day. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, you, you've got to. It, it's a, it's a, and what's what Andy Warhol said. It's the real quote. You know. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> um, I yeah, I, I I can't honestly give them more than a D, despite the fact. Let's face it, like everyone else on the planet, you gotta love Claudio Ranieri because he just he just makes things look fun. And he he comes out no matter if you know if they've been whooped five nil or they or you know they just smacked Man United at home, um, yeah. So so I, I might stretch as far as a D plus because they're not in the relegation zone at the moment and they have a chance to pull away from it with with the games in hand. So yeah, I can't possibly give them any sort of good grade. Um, but you know, see, Emmanuel Dennis has been a, a you know a, a fun player to watch. I think this year, but that's about all I can say for them. Uh, you know, yeah, Watford. I don't. You know, it's going to be a struggle for them to stay up, quite frankly. And yeah. at this point, even with Claudio Ranieri, I mean, I, I don't know what is there like a uh, is there a list of managers who have won the league title and gotten relegated in the Premier League? Because Claudio Neri's about to make that list. If there is. Let me think. Is it, uh, it, uh, see, um, I'm thinking, for example, the only one, you know, Doug Leach isn't going to be on it either. Um, Mourinho? No. Let's no, uh, um, see. So, yes, that covers it up to 2005. So. <gasps> oh, wait a minute. No, there is one. I think there is one. Avram oh, Grant. No, no, no. Avram Grant, my God. No, he didn't win the league with Chelsea. Oh, he did? He got oh, the Champions League final. Oh, that's second. right. That's right. You're right. I forgot. Him. Okay, you're right. So, yeah, I don't think there ever has been. So, this might be a first. <laughs> a, a, a very dubious record for, for Claudio Ranieri. And let's face it, I like Claudio Ranieri. But, yeah, Watford yeah. just ain't the club. And they're not gonna. I think they're they're gonna go back down, and that's just the state of Watford for you. So yeah, they get a D. Because I mean, what else do yeah. you do with that? All right. Well, West Ham United uh, shocked everybody last season by uh, making a Europa League spot in fifth. They are shocking everybody again this season by doing much the same thing and looking really good while doing it. Nobody saw that coming with David Moyes in charge, yet here we are. Uh, West Ham United get an A for me for how they're doing this season. I think so, yeah. I mean, maintain it. Because the thing with David Moyes at Everton 
it always tend to be a bit of a yo-yo. He'd get to, you know, the Champions League spots just outside and then they'd dive down the table and then yo-yo back up the next season after me when they didn't have the European football. They have a really, really nice side there. You know, um, a couple of years ago, they had, what's it, Thomas Suchek as, as main goal-scoring threat. He's dropped to a different role now. And, you know, you've got Mikel Antonio as, frankly, one of the best out-and-out struggles in the Premier League right now. Um Bowen and Ben Rama in midfield, my lord. They're good. And you know, and Declan Rice just behind them, who has been courted by top clubs, but has still chosen to stay at West Ham. And they're a fun side to watch. They they are they will give anyone a game. They're big, they're physical, but they you know they, they, but they play a far more expansive style of football than you'd associate with David Moyes. Um it's a really, really good side. They might have the Dildo brothers in charge, but Unfortunately, I cannot hold that against them. And yeah, <laughs> I, and I, it's more than I was expecting of David Moyes for the second, but you know, for this season. And they've done, and they've done fine in Europe as well. You, if we, you, I know we don't necessarily count that, but they've done really nicely. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I think A is an absolutely perfect mark for them. Um, Okay, and now we come. We we leave after three London teams. We come to our last one. Thank God I hear you say, listeners. Um, Wolves. Well, I think they're kind of opposite to a lot of clubs we've talked about who started well but have fallen away. Whereas Wolves kind of started, you know, probably didn't quite adjust to the post Nuno era, and they they kind of just quietly just climbed the table. Um, Maybe not excite me because a lot of their success is based on tight defence. I think they're, as, they're almost as good as anyone else with clean sheets right now. Um, and they again, they're sort of right on the edge of those European places. I kind of, I think I've got to go for um, a, a B for this because they they kind of got back to where they should be. But but I've got to credit a bit of resilience for this. Yeah, Bruno Laga, uh, yeah, did not start great, but he has actually done quite well uh, for the rest of the season. And, uh, well, uh, up to this point, I mean. And they are still an exciting, you know, uh, club to play, especially since Raul Jimenez uh, finally came back after his heinous head injury last season. Um, Yeah, he, yeah, I, I think Wolves have, have very quietly done very well um this season yeah they get a they definitely get a b plus from me uh for this for for how they've done so far will, will this finally be the year that they make europe uh well, i mean the champions league yeah probably not uh although they are only six points off with a with a game in with two games in hand on west ham you know, if we're looking yeah, at the so, current table, I mean, but you know, there's still Arsenal, Spurs, and and United in between there. Who knows? I mean, th- th- this top four race may be the most interesting we've had in quite some time, and with more fun candidates as well. I would indeed. say, indeed, yes, I- indeed. So, yeah, uh, B plus to me for for Wolves uh, based on what they've done. Um, if you have any comments or want to, you know debate us on any of our um uh, any of our grade choices uh first of all go ahead and run yourself into a wall but second of all uh (laughs) 
You can hit us up on Twitter at BustingBallsPod or email us BustingBallsPod at gmail.com. Uh, you have been listening to episode 65 of the Busting Balls Podcast either on our native SoundCloud feed, SoundCloud.com slash Busting-Balls or the PWOM Podcast Network, SoundCloud.com slash Pro Wrestling Only. And you can find us on Spotify, search Busting Balls Podcast. Uh, next episode... I think ordinarily we would have done the, uh, the, the, the the European knockout previews, but we had a topic fall into our lap, and we just have to take this on. So uh, next episode is going to be a very fun topic, I think, for everybody involved, and uh, you, you, oh, you yeah. should definitely stick around for it. I mean, we, I, mean I think we, we can always go back to the Euro and, Europa and Champions League uh, later on. I think because I mean that that's not going anywhere. But this one, yeah, we got to strike this one while the iron's hot. I think so. Okay. Uh, so, I, so next episode, next episode, you, you're, we're gonna have some fun in our, in our main topic. So, uh, John, any last words? Oh, <laughs> I know, but man, turn up for this one because it will be special. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, until then. It's good night from me. And it's good night from him. We'll see you in a couple weeks.